You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real pain. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to stream. You can also visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more info about PCLB and visit our event tab to see what's going on this month. Lastly, like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at PC Las Vegas. Thank you again and enjoy the message. In due time, amen, to enjoy your uh, Sunday afternoon. Hallelujah, amen. We're glad that you're in the house of God, amen. We're glad for our guests, amen. We welcome you, amen. And so we hope that you have a great, great time. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, my son, amen, over there, Mr. 23 tomorrow, amen. Hallelujah. So happy birthday to Brandon, amen. And so they had a little get-together for with them and the, and the young adults, amen. And so, uh, uh, so. Uh, don't forget to wish him a happy birthday as you leave or maybe tomorrow, amen, sometime, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. If you were here on Wednesday, amen, uh, uh, I ministered on refine through the fire, amen. And uh, that God wanted to burn some, some stuff, some funk, somebody say funk, within our lives, amen. And so uh, uh, I like when I prayed, amen. And I'm not sure, that, you know, the, the women had a great time at their love conference, amen. And before I get going, amen. We got another, another member to the house of God, amen. They just, they just had their baby, amen, hallelujah. Proud father and mama, so pray for mama and the daughter, amen, as they get ready. She wanted to come today. I said, girl, you're crazy. Stay home. <laughs> come on, get, just get well, amen. She already wanted to come out. I said, man, you can't even walk yet, amen, hallelujah. But uh, pray for them, amen, the guards of family, the new addition, amen. Uh, and uh, this, all, this all increase comes too by having babies in the church, amen, hallelujah. And so that's a member already. We already claim it. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. But I like what my wife, you know, uh, said. You know, they, they had a, so one of the sisters, amen, uh, uh, posted what she was praying, amen. And, and my, my, my wife went to a preach mode, amen. Hallelujah. And there was just fire coming out of her, amen. And, and I was so proud to, to see this in my, in my wife. And, and she talked about funk, amen, that, that she don't want to be the funk in the room. She wants to be the fragrance, Hallelujah. Come on. What kind of smile did you bring today? Come on. Do people smile you and say, oh, oh, she's here. Oh, he's here. Amen. Do, do, do. Come on. What, what kind of smell do you bring into the room? Because how many know that, you know what, we bring some kind of fragrance, eh, guys? And so, you know what, uh, do you bring a good scent or do you bring some funk? Come on, somebody. You see, when you're going through the fire, God exposes who you really are. The funk comes out. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, if you're going through something, there's things within your life, God has a way that through the fire, he exposes who we really are so that we can see that there are still things within our lives, there are still impurities within our lives that God wants to get rid of. And Wednesday night, I ministered about the fire. I ministered that, that you know what, uh, when you're put to the fire, amen, when you put gold or silver to the fire, you know, when it's being heated up, the impurities surface to the top. 
and you start to see the defects of that, amen. And the same thing goes with you and I. Now that we're here on Sunday and that happened on Wednesday and, and God exposed and, and hopefully God removed or you still have it removed, come on somebody, that God wants to bring a refresh by washing away all the negativity, all the old, and he wants to bring in the new. Can somebody say amen? See, as soon as he burns something off and something's taken off, how many know you got to put something on? Can somebody say amen? If you talk to me and say amen, we can get out here quicker, guys. And so I want you guys to say amen. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, that, that works, amen. It gets me going. It will get you out of here. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're just dry, I'm going to keep on saying that point over and over again. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Okay, now move forward. See, it works. Amen. Slow down. You want to get out of here too quick. But let me tell you that, 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 that change is good if it's done the right way. See, people don't like change. But when it's done the right way, when it's done a God way, then it's good for you and I. See, God is, is, is the right way. God is bringing rain. Now that we know about the fire, I believe that God wants to bring rain. You see, rain washes away dirt. Come on, it washes away the funk. Come on, it washes away the old, amen, and it brings freshness, which brings growth or brings new. Can somebody say, oh, yeah. Now we're getting somewhere, guys. I like that. See, we'll move. I'm here to declare to you that the rain is coming. There's hail and there's snow. There are rains that are, are, are thunderstorms, amen. Uh, have you ever heard the term, it's raining cats and dogs out there, right? Those, there are downpours of mighty rushing winds, hurricanes, and, and we've seen a lot of that, amen, where hurricanes bring a lot of rain. But I believe that the rain that is coming, what's going to happen as we approach the end of 2017, and we go into 2018. How many are ready for the new year? But we got to do some stuff before we get into that new year. See, this new year, as we end up, you know, we got to be thankful. That's why Thanksgiving comes at the end. God's reminding us to be thankful of the things that we do have, we're lacking. Come on, there, you know, be thankful that you're saved. Be, be thankful that you have a roof over here. Be thankful that you can. Walk into the sea. Well, if you have eyes to see me right now, be thankful. Come on, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. It's to remind us of, of the thankfulness and give us a gift to see his son gave to us. So there's a lot of different rain, but the rain that is steady, outpouring. It is refreshing. It's flooding our soul rain kind of rain. Come on, it's, it's a rain of freedom. Can somebody say Amen. I want you to check out this clip that I'm going to show you right now. Maybe you're familiar with this movie, amen, but you're going to see how refreshing a rain can be because when rain really comes in the right way, not in, not in, not in the flooding way, not in the fresh, I believe it, it, it is a rain that, that soothes our soul. You ready to go? Check this out.
Amen. I believe God wants to bring that type of rain upon us. Amen. See, that, that is a rain of freedom. Amen. I don't know if you guys know the movie. What is it? Shawshank Redemption. Amen. One of my favorite movies that I can't watch. <laughs> At least I can't watch it till it comes on TNT because it has a lot of bad words in it. Amen. And so I can't watch the original. My, 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 my daughter gave me the original that's still in the package. And I said, man, I wish I could see this one. But I got to wait till it comes on TV because it cleans it up. Can somebody say amen? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, there's certain things I do not watch, amen. Those are great movies because of the content. Of course, and when you look at TNT and they change it up and make it, make it cleaner. You know, it's like, it's like, you know what, they, 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 they take the funk out. Just like me, you know, when I stop, when I hit my hand or do something, you know, instead of cussing or something, I say, my mother, I love my mother, I love my mother. That's what I, and that's kind of what they say on the TV, amen, instead of saying the, the, the kind of a common way or a cleanup way, amen, but, but you know what, have you ever stood under a shower head or under rain and let it come right over you? You ever had a hard day? And say, man, I just want to take a shower. I just want to take a nice, hot shower and just stand under the shower head and just let it rain upon you. Where nobody's there to interrupt. Nobody's there, amen. It's just the rain and sometimes it's just God. And you're just there like, oh. Can you hear the shh? You don't say nothing, man. You, you, you don't even sing. You're just there like, man, oh, man, it just feels so good. And sometimes you just want to stay in there. Amen. And, and sometimes it's a reality. It's an escape for some of us. You know? Man, I'm going to go take a shower again. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, the rain just brings a refreshing. And especially if you're just there after a long day, it, it, it is a refreshing Rain. And I believe that's what God wants to give us. This is what God wants to do. When, when, we, when the fire comes, now he wants to bring the rain. You know, I'm going to do a study, and, and we're going to go back to 1 Kings. And we're going to talk about, we ended the story, man, with Elijah, man, when he ran from Jezebel. But if we go way back before all that started, God did what? He stopped the rain. And there's a story that goes there on there. But some guy, sometimes God stops the rain on you in order to bring the fire. And if you know the fire, what happens and what he burns off and what happened there when he called and there were the battle between the, the prophets of Baal and, and, and Elijah and his God, amen, and that, 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 that what happened there. But then after that, what came? The rain came back again. And so I, I'm going to do a study on that. I'm going to bring that in. But, but here God just did some fire. On us. He burns some things because sometimes the rain stops in our lives. And God coming and say, you know what, I need to refresh you. I, I need to burn some things off before I can refresh, refresh you. And so things happen, amen. It's a rain that will refresh those that have been faithful. How many have been faithful to the Lord, amen? Come on, you know, no matter what you're going through, and we've been here for 16 years going, and there are faithful people that have been here, amen, and the rain is for you, Amen. Working for years, amen, plowing, sowing, sowing, plowing, amen, standing. Anyone still standing? 
Come on, is anyone still believing in this place? Amen. Uh, declaring something over your life. Anyone declaring something in your life? Amen. Uh, those standing for something for their marriages. Amen. Uh, for their home. Uh, for their kids' life. Amen. Uh, family, friends. Uh, come on, how many have been waiting for that breakthrough? Man, that breakthrough that finally just opens up and says, God, yes. This is it, amen. I'm here to declare to you uh, that the rain is on its way for you. As long as you stand, as long as you believe, as long as you keep declaring it over your life, this rain is for you. This kind of rain that's coming is a rain that's calling the world. It's calling the backslider to peek in the church. Come on, I declared, amen, that when the, this year I said that this was the year of the backslider. Come on, we are, we're seeing the backslider come home, amen, because it's calling, it's a rain that's calling them to peek in again and say, man, I need to get back to church. It's a rain that refreshes the church. It's a rain that brings news, amen. Come on, it's a rain that promises to stop the years, amen. And you know what? I haven't forgot you. Come on, you ever serve God and think he forgot you? Come on, it's all right to agree, amen, on that. Come on, there's times they're saying, why, man? Man, they just got here and they got it. I've been here for years. What's up? You ever felt like that? I'm like, man, why, why are they getting blessed and I'm not getting blessed, amen? I've been, I paid my dues, I paid tithes. I mean, I should be first in line. But the first shall be what? <laughs> See, we forget that. <laughs> Come on, everybody wants to be last. Now, I'll go in the back of the line. <laughs> but it comes, church. The rain's coming. Come on, somebody say amen. So if you just got here or you're just new in the faith, this rain I'm talking is for you too because it's going to sustain you. Come on, it's going to keep you. It's going to want you to, to, get, to come back, amen. Uh, see, there's a move of God that's coming to the church. Come on, somebody. It's coming to the church, amen. It's like the day of Pentecost. Come on, it is coming, church, but it's coming in such a different way, never seen before, amen. It's coming with creative miracles. Come on, we serve a God of miracles still, guys. Come on, uh, he's the same God what he did yesterday, today, and forever. He's doing the mir miracles are coming back. Salvation is going to come in mass amounts. Not just in one place, but in several places all at one time. There is a church global growth that's happening right now. If you don't see it. And if you don't see it, it's because you're focused on your circumstances. If you don't see it, it's you're focused on your situations and you're not looking beyond. You're not looking through eternal eyes, church. Because what I see is God moving in this earth. God is moving. There is revival that's breaking loose in this place. Amen. Come on. For those that have stood in the Lord, for those that are standing here today, this word is for you, thus saith the Lord. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 is for you. I want you to write this scripture, and every time you're getting tired or feel like giving up, I want you to read this. Amen. It says this, let us not get weary. Come on, there are people here today that are weary, amen. There are people here today that are tired. But it says there, don't get weary. Let us not give up being weary in well-doing for in due season at the proper time, amen. How many know that we are in a due season, church? How many are due? Come on, somebody say, I'm due, I'm, I'm ready. Come on, how many are ready, amen, for this to come? 
Come on, God, just give it to me. Come on, in due season, and we're in that due season, we shall reap. Come on, buddy. It says we shall reap. It doesn't say maybe. It doesn't say might or not for just only some. But it says we shall reap. I, I shall. Come on. We shall reap a harvest if we faint not. If we don't give up, church. Come on. God is about to rain upon you. And there is an outpouring of God that's going to come upon your life and your situation. Amen. Let's not get weary in doing good. Amen. Because we're in the season, the due season where we're going to reap. Come on, somebody say yes. Come on, we're going to reap our harvest. What you've been praying, what you've been believing for, what you've been standing for, that breakthrough that you want is coming. Now I believe that we as a church should always be asking the kingdom of God. No matter what we're going through, the Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence. But the violent take it by force, amen, hallelujah. How many know that there is a violence rising up in our world? It's time for the violent of the kingdom of God to rise as well, amen. It's time for us, as my wife said earlier, what they were speaking at this conference is to be a voice. It's time to be a voice. And though we should be looking at the venom of God, I, I believe that there are seasons that God moves in a special, powerful way. You know what they're called? What's that called, church? Anybody want to take a guess what those seasons are when he moves powerfully? Revival. Anyway, we're praying for a revival, church. Come on, how many know there is a great revival coming? He says, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit. It's going to be a revival that no one has ever seen. It doesn't matter what fellowship you came for. There have been great revivals, amen, throughout the, the centuries, throughout the, throughout the decades, amen, of different movements of God and through every type of a, a fellowship, amen. But this is going to be a worldwide, worldwide dropping of, of revival, church, that's coming our way, guys. And I believe there are seasons, amen, that God moves in that special way, amen. There's an outpouring. There's going to be a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. There's going to be a great awakening. Can somebody say amen? It's going to be a move, amen. Not, no, like, not, not, no like other recorded through church's history. Cultures, listen, church, are changed in this reign. Nations are transformed in this reign. People are never the same in this reign, church. Come on, God has done it before, and he'll surely drop it and do it again, church. I'm here to declare to you that the reign is coming, church. Hang in there. Hold on, amen. God is about to pour out something over your life. Acts 2 says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all People. Notice that he says all people. Come on, it says at the same time in different parts of the world, all over the world at the same time, God's going to move upon all people. That's a great revival there, church. It's not just a movement of a region. This is global, church. And we're setting up, come on, what we're doing in Germany, what we're doing in Poland, what we're doing in Romania. Don't, 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 don't think this is not part of God's plan. There's a, there, God is setting and positioning people in the right time that, you know what, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. And he's going to pour it out, church, and he's going to come, amen. See, the Lord is the Lord of the harvest. 
And he knows to yield or produce. He knows how to produce the greatest harvest from any given generation, church. When it looks the darkest, and I mean, no, it looks pretty dark in this world right now. But when it looks the darkest, that's when my God shows up, amen. That's when my God starts to plan his move. When you see it and you think, man, uh, man, everything, all hell is breaking loose. Uh, everything's going crazy. No, that's when God shows up. What happened to our city uh, October 1st, amen. Uh, let me tell you, my God showed up in darkness, amen. Uh, something happened. God is in the move upon this city right now. We're declaring Vegas strong only as we're God strong. Come on, no more do you hear the phrase, what's done in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, 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 we're Vegas strong. The city's coming united, amen. The, the word of God, the name of Jesus is being lifted high in our city, amen. And we will not forget what took place uh, October 1st, amen. Uh, we are here to be reminded that we're coming together as a people and God showed up in the people. Generations grow tired, listen, of darkness. They become disillusioned or dissatisfied within their sin. Mom, there's not happy sinners out there no more. <laughs> Come on, I, 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 I deal with sinners, a bunch of heathens, hallelujah. And let me tell you, they walk in, they're not happy, church. But I walk in every morning, amen, with a smile on my face, amen, because I know who I belong to, amen. I smile no matter whatever circumstance I'm facing. Why are you so happy? Jesus is why I'm happy. Gives us a great opportunity to minister the gospel to people because they're, are, they are dissatisfied. They're not having fun no more. No more happy hour. <laughs> Sad hour, Amen. It's a sad hour, amen. That's what I prayed to the co-worker. I said, I hope you have a bad weekend. I hope you have a hangover that you just, ah. And they come in, man, they say, stop praying. Is it working? I'm not, amen. Show up to church, amen. They're not happy, church. They're dissatisfied about their sin, amen. There are people in the world not happy. They're worried now. And they're confused. They can put up a front, amen, but deep down inside, they're not happy. Listen, spiritual famine gives away to spiritual hunger. Spiritual famine gives away to spiritual hunger. That hunger turns into desperation, church. And that desperation turns into seeking, and God responds. God responds. In our darkest hour, October 1st, people of God started to seek for our city. When we heard the news, and my wife and I were in bed, amen, when the news came on, they told us, turn on the TV, Dad, there's something going on. When our daughter called us, amen, me and my wife started to pray. You know, I couldn't do anything else, amen, but God, we know what to do. We know how to pray, amen. And through that, amen, God responded, amen. He responded in the first responder. He responded with people coming together and taking people to, to, the, to the hospital. He responded the very next day. He keeps responding, church, in darkness. Spiritual famine gives to spiritual hunger. 
That's why people are coming and looking for the church, amen, because they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, church. Come on, they're, they're thinking right now with all that's going on in the rain, what happened in New York, amen, just recently, which we got to pray for New York, amen. We still got to pray for Puerto Rico, amen. We still got to pray for Houston, amen. We still got to pray for, for Mexico. We need to pray for, for Miami, amen. We still got to pray for what's going on, church, because this is not going to stop. But through the darkness, God shows up. And people are starting to think and starting to look mad. What they said, maybe it's true that God's coming back. They're starting to think, man, oh, man, I, you know, they've, they've heard about revelation. Because people know end times, church. Even the sinner knows end times. And it's being why, and they're being alert. And they're like, what's going on in the world? I said, Jesus is coming back. Come on, don't, don't. It says in the last days there will be terrible times. Terrible times. We see that today. We shouldn't be shocked. To us as a church, amen, we need to be ready. We need to check ourselves because God's coming back. Are you ready? Are you living right, amen? You got to check yourself. This is the time that we have to repent, church. Revival has to hit the church first before it hits the world out there. Come on. Some of us need to get saved in this place. Come on, stop playing church, amen, and start being the church, amen. Come on, come on. Church is not going to save you. You're not going to run in here and say, I'm safe. This ain't safe ground. Safe. You can't touch me, devil. Come on. Let me tell you, the devil's right here right now, church. He's the most faithful to the church right now. He's sitting in the church. He might be sitting next to you, not your husband or your spouse, but sitting there, amen, in the spirit. Don't look at your husband and say, you're the devil? No. <laughs> but he's most faithful to the church, amen. He's trying to confuse people. He's trying to say, cover up your ears. Don't listen to him. What he's talking is a bunch of falseness. God's not coming back. No, 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 he's coming back. And when you hear those voices, he's right there next to you. But while we as a church wait for this rain, we must say, I must. We can't be idle, church. But we've got to stay focused. We've got to keep doing. And we have to keep moving, being busy for the kingdom of God, church. Even in the midst of what's happening right now, even in the midst that we're seeing growth and seeing the backslider come into the church and people are getting saved, nevertheless, it's nothing like this outpouring that I'm talking about. This is just a glimpse of what's happening. Because when the rain comes, church, man, it's going to overwhelm you. It's going to give you that sense of freedom. Just like when he broke out of that prison and the rain was coming out. Man, he was, man, he was like, yes, I'm free. Everything that I've been waiting for and standing for and believing for is finally here. It's a refreshing, man, all that, all that dirtiness and negativity is just being washed away and said, man, I don't care about I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Who the Spirit says free is free indeed, church. Come on. Come on. It's the spirit of freedom right now that's coming and hitting our church. Amen.
But we got to stay busy. We just say, the same vacation time. Come on, I'm going on vacation. I'm not going to serve for a while. I'm, a, I'm tired of my ministry. You know what? I need, to, I need to sit down. Shut up. Sit down, amen. Get up and work. Man, that's your problem, amen. You, you weren't even working when you're supposed to be working. Come on, get in. Uh, you lost your heart. You lost the love. Uh, you lost your first love for God. When you got saved, you volunteered for everything. Now you're saved for a while. I don't want to do it. Maybe you just need to get right yourself, amen. Come on. Uh, come on. Uh, we got we to, gotta, we gotta, come on, get that first love back. Because if you don't, he says, I'm going to take away and I'm going to give it to somebody else, amen. Uh, get back, amen. I know your heart. You don't like sin. You, you don't do all this. But you neglect one thing. You, you lost your first love. You, you lost your love for me and for others. You don't even love your brother and sister no more. You're happy when they don't show up. Oh, they're not here. Woo! It's going to be a great day. God, help save us, Jesus, amen, if we're thinking like that. Hallelujah. When we get a little happy because they're not there. Woo! Man, I get to sit at the chair that I always wanted. They're not here today. <laughs> Woo! Oh, well, there it is right there. There it is, amen. <laughs> Ain't it funny we come into church and we claim territory? People, people, people even come in and go, you can't sit there. Why? You'll find out. <laughs> Man, you get all happy and people get hindered as they walk in. What the heck? Oh, man. And, you go, and then you're forced to go somewhere else because you don't even want to sit on that side anymore. You're, you're worshiping like this. <laughs> man, you're so hindered throughout service, man. You ain't doing nothing no more, but you say, man, I wonder what kind of car she drives. Because I'm flat tires. Got to stay busy, church. Galatians 6, 9 that I read says, don't get tired. Don't heart. Don't get weary in doing good. Continue to stay busy. Listen, even in your business, busyness, you can lose your first love. Come on. Come on. How many have been busy for the Lord but not in love with the Lord? Come on. We're just doing it because that's who we are. We just do it, man. But we don't love what we're doing. Man, you do a smile. Hey, Pastor. <laughs> Cleaning toilets. Man, you're doing your Bible study. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, man, let's get this over with. You see him going, yay, finally it's over. Man, I thought they'd never leave, man. That's why people don't want to have Bible studies at home because people never leave. <laughs> You're like, man, I'm not going to be a Bible study leader. Forget that. And then it's always that same person. You're like. <sighs> you give hints and they still don't leave. I got to get up. I got to get up early, sis. Oh, man. Oh, my Lord. Oh. <laughs> they still don't want to leave. You know, when I was a Bible study leader back at home, I said, you know what? Close the door, lock up. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I would leave them in my living room, amen. 
My, <laughs> there's no more nothing. <laughs> but now, my wife would stay there with them and hang out with them, but I was done. I said, I'll see you guys Sunday. But Revelations chapter 2, verse 2 to 5 says this, I know the things that you do, and I have seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know that you don't tolerate evil people. You have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles, but are not. You have discovered that they are liars. You have patiently suffered with me without quitting, but I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did in the first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the works that you did at first. If you don't repent, I will remove the lampstand, lampstand from its place among the churches. See, I don't want to be that church that God removes it because we are not doing it like how we used to do it. We got to grab that love. You know, the love banner for this year was for God to remind us to go back to loving what we do. See, no one has seen God, but if we love one another, then God lives inside of us and his love completes us. See, when we start to love the way we love when he first loved us, and we love in the same way back, we're complete. When I got saved, I was so complete. I knew that God was going to fix my marriage, fix my home, man. There was nothing that, man, I would pray, man, for different things, man. I would jump off buildings, hallelujah, in a single bound, amen. I'd jump over demons, slap them, amen. I, I was crazy. I believed, man, I can lay hands on the sick and they can get well. I was like, woo! Praise the Lord, amen. Man, I go out in the parking lot, man. What's your, your car don't start, amen? My battery's dead, bro. Get in there. We're going to pray for it. In the name of Kakarabas. Then the car started up. I said, see? Come on. You remember that faith? Then we get a little older, we can't even say, oh, you need a battery. Go buy one. We don't even, we don't even get people jumps no more. You're, you're jacked. Get a battery. We drive away and laugh. Ha, ha, ha. My car works. We're so messed up today. That's mean right there. We have to continue to plow the ground, church. Come on, plow the land that you're in. We're, we're here to win Las Vegas, church. Come on, we've been plowing for 16 years strong in Las Vegas, amen. And we will continue plowing the land, planting the seed, amen, because we are God strong in Las Vegas, church. Come on, it's time for the church to rise up and be the voice that it needs to be in this city. Why do we do this, church? Why do we keep on working? Because when the rain comes, you got to grab a hold of this. When the rain comes... It's going to rain, church. We're going to reap a harvest. We do it for a harvest. We don't do it for anything else, church, but a harvest of souls. The number one purpose for the church, guys, is for souls. It says, don't go to all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, making disciples. Go make disciples. It's not just, okay, this is a cool bunch. That's it. Okay, well, wait till Jesus comes. <laughs> no, go make disciples. We plow. We sow seeds. We do what we do for souls. We do what we do for our kids for them, for their souls. 
Man, we were planting, we're sowing seeds into their lives, and we're hoping that a harvest grows within them. That's why it's so important with our teachers, amen. They, they play a real big part there. And parents, you've got to play a big part in sowing your seeds. We do it for a harvest, amen. We do everything that we do because when the rain comes, it brings a harvest. You may be here and say, well, I've been plowing, sowing, and nothing. Still the same. Look at her. Look at him. We look at each other, man, there's no change, man, because we judge a man by the outward appearance. You got to look at the heart of people. And I know that some things are evident, and you got to get yours. But when we do, God moves, church, and we got to understand, we got to keep sowing, even though you don't see nothing. You know, I always use my wife everywhere I go and preaching, when I go preach by myself, you know, and she can't make it, and you know, and I don't, I don't do it when she's there at times, amen. God bless you. Clean up over there, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Someone's going to slip and fall over there, amen. I don't want no lawsuit, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> but, you know, when I, 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 I <laughs> tension. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mentioned her because she, she, she plowed and sowed for 10 years, breaking ground for me. I was her harvest. Woo. I'm a harvest, amen. I was her harvest. She worked, man. She was plowing for 10 years. My husband's going to get saved. He's going to get saved. Plowing, planting, sowing, planting, sowing, rebuking, all this stuff, amen. Uh, doing all kinds of stuff, praying for me when I was dead and drunk, amen. Ah, uh, get saved. <laughs> 10 years. And you keep doing what you're doing, even if you don't see the results, amen. Uh, she saw every year I got worse. Worse. This ain't working, this plowing, sowing thing. But she kept doing it. Because you don't grow weary in doing good. In due season, you're going to reap your harvest. Look at your harvest grow. And the Lord said, it is good. <laughs> See, we can't grow weary, guys. We can't grow tired. We can't lose heart. Come on, like I said, 16 years strong. Jesus' church is over 2,000 years strong, church. Come on. It has not stopped. Come on, we've been plowing, we've been sowing, and the rain, I'm here to declare to you, the rain is coming, church. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, amen. Come on, Holy Ghost showers are coming, amen. Holy Ghost fire is coming. Holy Ghost power is coming. The rain is about to fall on your life, upon your home, upon your situations. It says we shall, not maybe, but we shall reap. A harvest when this rain comes. But we have to stay busy. Tell your neighbor, stay busy. You got to stay busy, amen. You can't lose heart. You can't lose that first love, church. Don't lose it. Don't let the enemy lie to you and say, man, where's your God now? Come on, situations pop up, sickness comes, it hits our lives, financial struggles, and he says, where's your God now? He's so good to throw it in your face when you're going through situations. 
And you're going to have to stand and say, I'm not growing weary. I'm still plowing. I'm still sowing. I'm going to wait for my harvest. Amen. God is the God of the harvest. Amen. He's the Lord of the harvest. Amen. And I will wait on my God. I will not give up because I'm not going back into your trap anymore. Amen. I'm going to stand. I'm going to believe. And I'm going to keep going forward. Amen. Because God has a harvest for me. And he has a harvest for you, church. Don't give up. See, when you give up, you lose it all. You forfeit it. I've seen so many people in the church throughout the years, throughout serving God, amen, in the ministry, that the harvest was right there, and they gave up. It was around the corner, and they gave up. It was the very next service, and they gave up. And the devil came and took it all. You got to understand his plan, church. His plan is to kill, steal, and destroy. That is his mission. Ours is to win souls. His is to take souls and kill, steal, and destroy them. He don't care about you. He don't care about you. You know what he calls you? It's my puppet. Come on. Is your name Puppet? <laughs> puppet. <laughs> Come on. Or tonto. <laughs> My name's tonto. I belong to the devil. Tonto. <laughs> That's what we are, church. We're either dumb and fall into his tricks again. Church, come on, get real. Come on. Or we become his puppet. Come on, you can say you're not amen, but if you're doing his things, you're his puppet. He has you. He's playing you. Come on, you can, you can claim Christianity all you want. You can say all this. You can be right here, right now. You can give. It doesn't matter. But if you're doing the things that he's of evil, you're his puppet. You're his boy. You're his girl. That's, that's all you got, church. Is that you're, you're, you belong to him. You may think, man, I got in, you got nothing in control unless he's in your control. You serve God with all your heart, church, because the time is coming. The time is coming when he's going to pick up his church. And the thing is, the time and the seasons now, where are you at? If the trumpet blew right now, where will you be? Will you be caught up in the air or you be the one saying, what happened? Where did everyone go? Because it's coming, church, and it's coming. And the church and the warning, the warning, God so loves us that he warns us, wake up, son, daughter, I don't want you to perish. Come, come, serve me. Get right with me. Go back to that first love and do what you need to do because the rain is coming. And then if you're not ready for the rain, you're going you're gonna to miss your harvest. And the devil's working overtime, church. You can feel the pressure. You can feel him name pulling at your heart. He wants to deceive you. He wants to tell you got time. Go out one more party, man. I'll just do this one more time. Go do your, your last thing, Amen. Then come back and serve him. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a part of a group, amen, that allows their children to go wild and get, get it out of the system and then come back and serve God. Amish people. Right now, but they just go. <laughs> what is that? We train our child, train our children on the ways to go. When they diverse on their own, they'll come back. That, that's how we teach them. We can't stop them from doing what they're going to do, amen, but if you teach them the things... And they choose to do what they're going to do. Then that word is going to come to them, and then they're going to come back. It's not going to, you, you, you let them go, man, they may not come back. Go ahead, go do your thing, guy. Woo, party. What is that? 
There's no agreement in that. There's no approval in that. Go for it. Woo! Go. Hope you don't get pregnant. No experience. That's some great advice. No, no. Teach them. Teach them the ways. And when they get old, they'll come back. Not go and do your thing. You might not get them back. Love them, church. I'm overwhelmed what God's going to do, church. Because we are in due season. We are in due season. The land has been plowed. The seeds have been planted. And we still need to plow and we still need to plant because the rain is coming. Our harvest, somebody say my harvest, is just around the corner. Can you see the rain? Can you see it? Remember in 1 Kings 18, and we're going to talk about that story. 1841, Elijah told his servant, go outside and see. Go out and see. And he said, I see nothing. I see nothing. So 1 Kings 18.43 says, he said to his servants, go out and look towards the sea. And the servant went out and looked and returned to Elijah saying, I didn't see anything. Seven times Elijah told him to go out and look. It took seven times to finally he got it. Seven times to remove his doubt. Seven times to remove his sin. Seven times, amen, to remove the things in his life so that he can see. And then he finally saw the rain coming. See, you can't see the rain if you're not living righteous. Come on, before revival comes, uh, an individual must repent. A church must repent in order to see the rain. Psalms 15, uh, 17, 15 says, as for me, uh, I will see your face in righteousness and I shall be satisfied when I wake up in your likeness. The New Living Translation says as this, because I'm righteous, because I'm doing the right thing and staying busy, I will see you. And when I awake, I will see you face to face and I will be satisfied. Come on, it takes righteous living church and faith. To see the rain. You can't live the way you want to live. And get your rain. I'm here to tell you as your pastor. To go out and see. Because the rain is coming. Right after the servant saw the rain. It said this in 1 Kings 18. 44 to 45. The seventh time. The servant said. I see a small cloud. The size of a human fist. Coming from the sea. Elijah told the servant, go and tell Ahab and tell him to get his chariots ready and go home now. Otherwise, the rain will stop him. Short after that, the sky was filled and covered in darkness. And the wind began to blow and the the soon heavy rain began to fall. As I close today, church, once we see the rain, it will come quickly. It will come quickly. Once you see it, it's going to come quickly. And the harvest will come fast. He knows what you got to understand. Who knows? You got to know. You got to know what God is doing. Who knows what He's going to do, church? But I'm ready. And I stand in anticipation what God is going to do in my life, in our life, what He's going to do in this church in 2018. I'm so excited for the new theme, which I already have. That God's going to come. He's going to do a great thing. I'm, all, I'm already at our conference. I'm in September already. Say, ooh. Say, come, hurry. It's going to be cool. 
know there's a lot of things in between, but I'm seeing the future already, what God is going to do. If you've been plowing and sowing and planting, it's really time to reap. And somebody say amen. Come on. It's time to stop sowing bad seed. It's time to stop. Come on. Start sowing some good seed. Amen. Let's all stand up.